thinking about your next getaway. Rediscover the journey, the adventure of the open road and every stop along the way. Rediscover space and comfort on board in our lounges and private cabins. Enjoy the fresh sea air and relax as you travel safely and in style. Rediscover ferry travel with Stanoline and take a carcation to Britain. Our great value economy fares start from only €117 single car and driver, with flexi-ticket upgrades only €18 more. Whenever you're ready, we can't wait to welcome you on board. Explore your options today at Stanoline.ie. Hooked, the podcast where we give you all the plot hooks that you will ever need in your games. I'm your host, Zane C. Weber, here with my trusty co-hosts... Tully Grimley. Ooh, it's Darcy. And old Maddie, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that you almost, you almost, almost threw Matthew off with your contribution mm. this week, Darcy. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> it is a rare thing when my <laughs> intro is not the weirdest of the of the hosts. <laughs> okay, so well, again, these are all voices that you have heard before many, many times. So I'm going to look at Matthew because he hasn't been here for a couple of episodes. Indeed. And say, you get to ask the getting to know you question. I get to ask the getting to know you question? Right now. Right now. Very well. I shall ask that right now. (laughs) If you were to be a mythological creature, (laughs) what would you be? I mean, an omnipotent god is pretty tempting. But we have to distinct between what we would want to be and what we think. Oh, we would be. We actually would be. Probably a sphinx. Sphinx? Oh, I can see that. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. I do. I see (laughs) that. Man, my brain is just coming up blank. Mm. Look, you're pretty tall. Yeah. But a leprechaun. Leprechaun? Yeah. Is it because of the intro? Because I'm so jovial? You also, your... you have a very Irish face. Ooh. Hmm. That's, that's, that's a good thing. You can't see right now, but I'm moving my fists like a little leprechaun. It's a very jaunty jig he is doing, <laughs> and frankly, he is pulling it off. Like, if, if you could do a jig sitting down, that is what we're looking at. <laughs> it, it's a jig without the legs. Okay, I'm happy with that. I'll be a leprechaun. Hmm. Tully? I don't know. I've got to have some sort of uh, capacity to, to hibernate, uh, to just lay dormant for ages and then move really fast when I need to. Uh, I'm thinking reptilian of some sort. I'm a basilisk. I'm going to basilisk. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Nice. Wow. I feel like okay. I really because well, I, I really do absolutely nothing until I need to, and then I just do everything at once. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I'm feeling like I kind of got the short end of the power <laughs> spectrum here. <laughs> you got a whole big pile of gold. Yeah, but just to have. You're also a very talented cobbler. Is that a thing? Oh, yes. yes. Um, so the whole thing with leprechauns is that the fa- Irish fairies would dance so much that their, f- that their their shoes would break away and they'd lose their toes. So leprechauns would, like, like, they'd wither their toes away and leprechauns would make them new shoes. Okay. Well, cool. And also, have Sorry. you ever watched American Gods? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There, yeah, yeah. there you go. Okay, all right. Fair enough. See, <laughs> I just really appreciate the way Matt phrased that. It didn't sound like they lost the toes of their... F- Shoes. It sounded like they lost their toes. They, they lost their withered away. <laughs> 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 their bones are so brittle. Oh, oh, gross. 
Now that's okay. imagery. <laughs> now we know everything there is to know about all of us. Mm. Uh, let's get into making some hooks. So what we do is we take inspiration from a random Magic the Gathering card and a random word, and then we present or develop some hooks to you in the form of a magic trick. First, we'll come up with a seed of the idea, which is the pledge. That's right, that's the word. Mm. Then we develop it a little bit more in the turn in which we will also name the name of our hook. And then finally, we will tell you how it can be incorporated into your game or a little bit of story behind it in the prestige. Mm. Yes. Wonderful. <sighs> so, uh, the random Magic the Gathering card that we are looking at today is the Majestic Helioptorus, which is a flying dinosaur creature. It's very pretty. Mm. Mm. So and toothy. Yes, but it's got spl splendiferous feathers that kind Beautiful of make me... Beautiful plumage. Yeah, oh, yes. <laughs> and the random word that we've generated is belief. So each of you have your little 50-50 uh, chance, so I'll let you announce which one you're going to be making when you start... Start your your hooks. So, uh, who wants to go first? I might start off. Ooh, so, so brave. Uh, I have here an ability. Nice. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, I'm going to make this ability a little bit uh, story driven here. Um, so, as is pictured in our majestic Helioptorus, um, you see a temple, which uh, you'll inevitably have to arrive at for this, and um, you see almost a bell tower structure up the top. There's an en the only entrance is right up the top of this, and in the bell tower is uh, a crown of feathers, beautifully coloured feathers, rainbow, and, um, well, the moment you go to pick them up, the floor collapses out from under you. Oh dear. No, I was standing on that. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. Oh, no, that's, that's it? That's, that's our pledge. Oh, good yes. cliffhanger right yeah, out of the gate. I like it. Cliffhanger <laughs> pledge. All right, who wants to go next? Uh, okay, I'm, I'm going to need help with mine because I'm like, I've got threads here, but anyway. So my idea is uh, you're walking through the swamps and you look up into the sky and you hear like a, ah, ah, oh, what's that big shadow? That could be anything. What is it? I, I don't know, but I'm going to keep walking. Anyway, you keep walking. <laughs> And then I'm going to ignore the warning of Can you do something about that? No, don't worry, it'll be fine, it'll be fine. Anyway, you keep walking. You're going to be the first to die in a horror movie. <laughs> don't worry about it, Meredith. That's fine the path. Over here, see? Anyway, you, you walk along and you find, and now I feel like a, a temple, but a different temple to Tully's. And inside of the different temple, uh, uh, on a pedestal, is a large... Uh, you know, abdomen size rock. No, egg. It's an egg. A, a, uh, a what size? Abdomen. Ab abdomen. Well, what? Abdomen. Body? Yeah. Torso. Yes. Torso size. Yeah, tor okay. An abdomen of what? A human torso sized <laughs> egg. Uh, adorned with uh, different images and uh, iconography. And so it's, it's like carved or is it like part of the egg? Uh, it's carved. It's okay. not, it's not a, it's not a, it looks to be carved. Ooh, to be revealed. All right. All right. So what what was the kind of hook that oh, you're making? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that too. Uh, it's an item. Okay. Right. Oh, wait, 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 I want to change. It's an adventure. <laughs> it's an adventure and I am I'm killing it this week. I an, enjoy an adventurous that, item. <laughs> that your pledge is the same for both an item and an adventure. Uh, yeah, well, it starts... It's Oh, well, I mean, 
It's an item that leads to an adventure. What should I go with there? Is it like a golden idol, like Indiana Jones style? But damn it, I think it's someone else now. Really quick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The floor collapses. <laughs> the floor collapses. I'll just keep it. What an trellies. original idea! It's an item. It's an item. It's All an right, item. Matthew. What, what, you, what have you got? All right. So I'm a. I'm do, I've got a card that is settlement, and on the back of it, it's got good NPC, and I'm gonna. I'm gonna do a bit of a bit of a both. I'm gonna a bit of a wild card. All uh, right. Double-edged sword. Uh, two-pronged trident. Uh, another thing with. <laughs> Two winners. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we go to a settlement that its centerpiece is this great kind of watchtower kind of thing. Mm. And everyone in this village is very, very accommodating and they're more than happy for you to stay for the night. Oh, Maddie walks in happy as a clam. He enjoys the clam chowder. Ooh. Yeah. Yum, yum, yum. And the whole time, the only condition of staying with these hospitable folk is that he has to hear about this great god that they will that, that well not a god this kind of benevolent creature that they all believe in mm. and which is called the i'll see if i said say this right yeah, the majestic helioptorus there you go that was a good swing and they describe it to me and old maddie thinks this is nonsense and they all get quite jittery and their clam chowder <laughs> jiggles and shakes and erupts out of their hands in fear you have to believe in the majestic Helioptorist, old Matty. But will I? Let's find out. Ooh. Okay, so your pledge is you've <laughs> gone into a settlement and they've told you of this this great spirit that they, they all, they all worship and yeah, yeah. you've immediately gone, no, your ideas are trash oh, and put, they're wrong. Well, You're put it dumb. In, put it in old and Matty's if I'm, shoes. if I'm wrong, <laughs> may the great... Helioptorus, just strike me down. <laughs> what's what's going to happen? So I think we should go on to the turn. We'll go on straight back on to right. yours. So, 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 so this settlement, they all worship this thing. What form does this worship take? Is there like, uh, like, is there like a shrine that they make offerings to? Or is it uh, more of like a daily prayer thing? Like, I'm glad you asked. So, Me too. It is every week, every, no, not every week. Let's go every new moon. I like that. A new moon. And at that center temple that I mentioned, there is indeed, a, not like a altar or anything. It's more like an offering kind of stage at the top of the tower. And it's kind of exactly what an altar is. Yeah, mm. yeah, but mm. less like... But less like the word you said and more like the word I said. <laughs> more yeah. my thing. More a stage. The world's a stage, Zane. It's less of an altar and more of an altar that isn't called an altar. Mm. Now, this village uh, in this hook is very, very intriguing. They've got great architecture, great treasures, and great kind of people that I'm, met, um, that I'm meeting. You could say friendly, non-playable characters in a way. Ooh. And Ooh. they say, oh, Maddie, you- Who says specifically? Hmm? Who says specifically? Gunther. Gunther, is he like a, a he, village elder? He's, yeah, he's the mayor. Okay. Mm. Mm-hmm. And Gunther, the mayor, he says, oh, Maddie, we love having you here, but we're all having nightmares now because you don't believe in our ah, majestic Helioptorus, okay. which I'm going to call Nali. Nali, the majestic Helioptorus. That's right. Yeah, so I don't believe in Nali, and they're like, you have to write this wrong. And on the new moon, you must go up to the to the Nali stage. <laughs> <laughs> to the not altar. Not, not the altar. <laughs> I'm doubling down. Okay. 
And is that is that a good enough foot? So okay, so you've come into the village, you've found out about this belief, and you've expressed that you don't believe it. Yeah, because they've described it, reason. and it sounds. And now the settlement itself is suffering. Yes, because of your uh, proposed non-belief, mm-hmm. and so you have to enact some sort of uh, performance of obeisance. Uh, a, a, a right. Right. To kind of right this wrong pun unintended, if you believe it or not, on the new moon. On the new moon, that's right. Okay. And you would think, well, why doesn't the why doesn't old Maddie just leave? You know, this isn't my problem, even though I caused it. I'll tell you, they promise a great adventure, if to set, to help their town even further and gain further riches that they have exhibited throughout the town. If I, you know, so stay on the good Maddie side. So old Maddie wants yeah. adventure. Of course, he wants adventure. Okay. All right. So, and what's what? What is the settlement slash good NPC? Um. So the the hook is called Fear No Evil. Okay. And I'm gonna call the town Jiminy. Good. All right. So we have Jiminy. <clears throat> Shall we just go reverse order? So let's go back to <laughs> back back to Darcy. Okay. Here we go. My item slash adventure. So you've got a carved. Torso-sized egg mm. in a deserted temple. Yep. I want to know, and it, so it's carved, yep. and it looks like an egg, or it definitely is an this egg? This is definitely an egg. Okay. All right. I want to know if it is still a viable egg. Yeah, and here's what we do. So you get into the temple, and you're walking through the temple, and you look up, and you see these mosaics, images, carved, whatever, what have you. And it looks that the previous people who used to live here uh, the temple guardians, what have you. Maybe you see some skeletons, some feathery hats, this, that, the other. Uh, used to take these eggs laid by this anonymous creature uh, and they have to take them through a process. So maybe it involves putting them near a volcano or uh, washing them in a certain lake or uh, uh, spilling blood on them. Sacrifice, this, that, the other. But this is like the last egg, it seems. How about we pick one of them? Okay, uh, uh hmm. Yeah, I'm going with oh, oh, blood. Go with blood. Blood, blood. Yeah, spilling All right. blood on it. Okay, yeah, spilling blood. So we're going real uh, crazy, tribal, uh, terrifying images, yeah, sacrifices, sure. um, and it isn't exactly clear how much blood is required for the egg to hatch and be brought forth. But let's that also kind say- of gives a reason for it to be carved as well. Because if it, you have to spill enough blood on it for it to fill all the engravings. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Um, and yeah, and I think maybe the, the, the benefit of the party is that if some if there's some image of a guy with a helmet controlling the birthed creature, yeah, bada bing bada boom. That's my uh, little twist. Okay, so the item is this egg. Yes. And the adventure is what happens after it hatches. Yeah, oh, well, or it's, or it's deciding whether or not you want to have a thing. Okay, and so there was some sort of civilization built up around... This Birthing these creatures. These creatures. Which were like their weapon drag. They're like dragons, but not maybe. Who knows? Yeah, okay. Could be anything. Awesome. Do okay. we sacrifice to the egg or do we not? And what are they called? Uh, they're called... <sighs> <laughs> it's not so easy, is it? <laughs> uh, Jiminy's looking pretty good now, hey? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, they're called... Mm. Can I get a, can I get some syllables, some suggestions? Uh, well, if it, if it's kind of like tribal and feathery, like T Y Z, so 
Yep. Cheese. I, che- I, like, I would say cheese. I like K-I-R-K-A-I. You're really playing with like fire. Kind. Kind. <laughs> Ch- uh, you, always, you always have to give your players the chance to make fun of the thing that's going to kill them mm. so that you get mm. to take all that extra pleasure in wiping the floor with a jizz monster. Okay, well then, <laughs> then I'm going to go with Dino Chiz. <laughs> Dino Chiz. This is Dino. Okay. this is Dino Chiz. I know, and that's the name of the episode, folks. No, <laughs> it is not. I choose the name of the episode, and I'm almost certain it won't be Dino Chiz. So I have to come up with a worse name than Dino Chiz. Yeah, we've, we've, we're, do, we're, we're decreasing as we go. We're going down. So Jiminy was the best. Yeah, good job. I mean, we'll see what Tully pulls out. Yes, the best is also the least worst. The best can also still <laughs> fail. I can fail the whole class. I'll do it. Oh no! There's no Aww. bell curve here. Tully, save us. <laughs> okay, so we have the floor collapsing in an in a, in a temple, yes. and so there you are, falling, uh, surrounded by these rainbow feathers, which somehow seem to be falling at the same rate you are. They're almost like they're following you. Hey, and Feather, stop being weird. Yeah, I know, right? Jesus. Now, when you say they're rainbow-coloured, are like is each feather uh, multiple colours or is it each Each feather is colours? two colours as a gradient onwards. Right. So there's one that you know, goes from green to yellow, one that goes from yellow to yellow through to orange and red. I see. Uh, they're somewhere along that gradient, uh, similar to the colours coloration that you would see on these creatures on the card. And uh, Weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, as you fall, the, the space opens up suddenly um, to this enormous cavern. Uh, suddenly you can see hundreds of these flying feathered creatures um, gliding in an arc downwards and then pulling up. And one starts... How high up were you? Oh, you weren't that high up, okay. but the cavern is a long way down. Right, okay, Ooh, or, I see. Or is this a Spy Kids 2 scenario... Does that read? Look, the Spy Kids 2 scenario did cross my mind. Does that read with this audience? It does, yeah. I'm a little old. Uh, I was thinking Hazard Doom. (laughs) Anyone who gets it will get it. Right, Tully? We'll grab the the clip and show you later. Um, yeah, Spy Kids 2 scenario did cross my mind, but no, we're going we're gonna to put a hard time limit on that. And that time limit is the cavern floor. Okay. Solid time limit. Yes. Huh? I, <laughs> I get it. Hmm? I don't get it. You don't get it? I, don't I, get, I it. get it. You don't think the cavern floor would be hey, hey, very solid? That's exactly what I said. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, can, can you explain that to me? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, one of, these, one of these creatures appears alongside you, falling at the same rate, and it mimics grabbing one of the feathers. And then you hear a message, just says believe, as the creature banks upwards sharply. Are you making a Dumbo reference? This is very Dumbo. This is a very Dumbo (laughs) reference. (laughs) Okay. Uh, And yep, um, the Featherfall Glide is what I'm calling this. Mm. Okay. Um, Mm. So Mm. you've fallen from the top of a tower in the temple, through the tower, into some sort of, into a a cavern, falling, and you're going to hit the ground, and you have to catch a feather and and do the thing. Um, So is this... Something that uh, I guess people know about that you were sent on, or is this something that you're like? Is this like a a Tomb Raider? This is this is something that people could have known about, but have definitely forgotten. Otherwise, you would see these people just all over the place pulling this off. 
Right, okay. And so you're, it is an ability, so this is basically like explaining how this ability Exactly, came about. how the ability comes about. Okay. All right. Featherful Glide, Dino Cheers, mm. and Jiminy. Well, my things fear no evil. Fear Jim- no evil. Yeah. In the town of Jiminy. In the, town, no of Jiminy. In the town of Jiminy. Okay, well, let, sounds pretty let good. us <laughs> go... Well, let's just go back in bouncing mm. reverse order. So we'll start again with Tully. I want to know more about this temple. Okay. And, and was the floor meant to give way? Yes. Okay. So someone has set this specific thing up to make people fall into this uh, into this trap, basically, or this situation. I feel like this is a rite of passage that's been set up by somebody who wants you to inherit this if you're worthy. Or die. Or die. Mm. Yes. Okay. The, ul- the alternate is you die. Okay. So this this isn't like a temple. This is definitely like a... Uh, old decrepit temple this is like a yes yeah it's not a beautifully carved but you know the the coloration is faded um, the stonework is looking very dusty things are definitely untouched for a long time mm-hmm. and um i I'm sorry i feel like the way this story has happened it's kind of like when you watch a tv show that was meant for tv but you watch it on a streaming service and you get this dramatic cliffhanger go to ad break <laughs> And then half a second later, it fades back in on that same moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it like repeats itself. Like yeah, previously, yeah. the last four <laughs> seconds play again. <laughs> or it's or it's like cliffhanger. Okay, don't worry, it's not really a cliffhanger. Let's go on with the actual story. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you're falling. This thing has told you to grab a feather. I assume yes. you grab a feather. Well, un- unless you yeah, don't. Unless then, you don't want. And then you meet the floor. Look, I would say. If as, a, if as a GM my players did not pick up on the feather, <laughs> mm. I would have one of these creatures grab them in its jaws, take a lot of damage, but maybe not splatter. Mm. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but let's say you do. Let's say you do grab this. Suddenly, you bank up. You notice that your, your arms, or where they were, are now these beautiful rainbow wings. They've let you, and you bank up suddenly. You gain about half the height, nearly up, back up to the ceiling of the cavern. And as you reach the top of your, um, the top of your arc, the wings disappear, and you go to fall again. Oh, but I don't want to fall again. Well, you don't want to fall again. So what do you do? You believe. Excellent. And you bank up again. Oh yeah. And you reach the top of your arc, <laughs> and the wings disappear. Wait, here's, here's my question. What am I believing in? That you can fly, Darcy. What? Huh? Oh, there's a smile in your heart. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> nice. Is and I guess is this permanent, or is it? Is is the me- is like the feather actually magical and imparting this, or is it now that you've gone through this process, you can just do this? Well, I would say uh, this is up to how you want to allow your players to to progress, because this basically is a a cure for falling damage. Mm. So um, if you want to eliminate that entirely for this character or unless this whole party. Unless they're unconscious. Or paralyzed. That is true. Um, mm-hmm. So if you'd like to uh, do away with that, then absolutely this could be permanent. But the trick is they can't fly. They can just bank up when falling. And ah. these, these creatures, are they sentient? Sentient to the point of... Um, giving you quests, probably not. Sent into the point of basic communication, almost definitely. 
They would share food with you, I think, if you uh, right, could so, show that you're so friendly. So they don't want to eat you. They don't want to eat you. That's boring. Could they be convinced? <laughs> they they probably could be convinced. Yeah, they sound like a bird army to me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you broke some eggs, maybe sacrificed some things on top of it, um, I dare say you could end up being eaten by a flock of uh, rainbow birds. Rainbow mm. birds. Okay. So that is the uh, Featherfall Glide. Very nice. That's a good ability. Let's go back to Dino Cheers. Mmm, Dino Cheers. Um, That's my new ringtone. <laughs> yeah. I got my I got my twisty twist. Uh, so my twisty twist is that um, uh, so the 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 reveal is that the amount of blood that it takes to open the egg is whoever comes in contact with it. That's why the civilization has declined, is because they've sacrificed everyone into the egg so that it will birth out. You've come into this civilization just at the end as an egg's been birthed and they are, the previous one has taken off into the skies. Right. Beautifully. And you're like, oh, great, here's an egg. Bada bing, let's get going. I think maybe uh, to turn it into a game, if you have some sort of psychic element to it of like, sacrifice to me, bring me, bring me, bring me, bring me more food, bring me more blood, bring me more. Stuff. Got a little shop of horrors with it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. and and then, then somewhere along the way, you have to find ways for this psychic egg thing to, um, I don't know, I don't know, uh, to, to you know, reward your players. You don't want to just keep feeding an egg blood if you're just like, well, this is getting nowhere. Well, you, obviously, yeah. you get you give them a mount, like that's a, a small. How do you do that? A smaller egg comes out of the big egg. Man, a cool Russian doll the thing egg. would be awesome. But <laughs> <laughs> just a Russian doll of dinosaur eggs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hmm. Or it's like, oh, there's more hidden down in the lower levels of the temple. Why don't you all set up shop here? Everyone else used to before they all turned to skeletons. Don't worry about that. There's a bed over there. <laughs> don't Do worry it. about the skeletons. Don't oh, worry about them. Don't ignore them. Ignore them. Cool kind of element of the of it would be if it was a, like a weird Russian doll thing. Like you feed it enough blood and then it cracks and there's like a smaller uh, egg. And that the small egg fits a certain... It's like a key. Like the engravings you mentioned, that's like slots into a certain like part of the wall. Yeah, so yeah. as you go deeper and deeper, that each tier is locked by a door. Oh, sacrifice so, more blood to yeah, yeah. open new... To the next oh, one. So it could, be like, it could be like a tower they could keep returning to as they level it up and give it more blood. Give more sacrifices. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. then whatever lies at the bottom, I don't know. <laughs> I dig that. I dig that a lot. I think that's cool. Yeah, awesome. I, I approve of that. Okay. Dino cheers. Yep, that's what it's called. Dino cheers. <laughs> Dino cheers. Let's go back to fear no evil. Fear no evil. Yes. So, so you've arrived in town. I've already. You haven't believed in their spirit. I haven't. No. They're very upset. That they're you they're upset. They're not. They're not angry at me. They're just more af- afraid because now they're they're all kind of freaking out at night. A lot of them sleepwalking. Mm. Bad, bad, mm. bad stuff is happening. It's like they're all war veterans and they all have PTSD and night terrors all at mm. once. Just because there's an unbeliever in their midst. So, oh, it's, Maddie, it's almost as if this has happened before. What? It definitely has, but we'll get there. Mm. So, old Matty is preparing for the big new moon kind of ritual, going up to the to the state to the na, what did I say? Nali's stage. Yes. <laughs> and so, every level of this tower at the center of town, it has a particular kind of obstacle course, very kind of um leap of faith kind of stuff where I have to kind of just throw myself to the elements to get a particular item of clothing and what it is it's like this big multicolored robe and then like this feathery crown and like 
kind of bracelets. And by the time I get to the top of the tower and I've learned, and as you do these obstacle courses, you learn about the lore of Nully and a character and a mysterious kind of shadowy kind of bird figure in the symbols mm. called Rauk. And when you get to the top, um, the new moon kind of rises. Yeah, rises. And they do, the people of Jiminy do like kind of a chant and song down below. And they're kind of in like a sleepwalking stupor. And then if your party believes in Nully, mm. a, a beautiful multicolored bird comes down and stops in front of you and you may ride Nali and it's like a very spiritual ride and you've made a dream friend. But if, depending how many in your party don't believe by the end of it or do, um, that determines how powerful its shadow will be, which is Rauk, which is the spirit of nightmares. Ah. So Nali is the spirit of dreams and Nali the guardian of dreams more and one's the guardian of nightmares. And depending which one is... So depending how many believe in Nali determines how powerful Nali is and vice versa. So if more believe in Rauk, Rauk's more powerful. And now you've got a friendly NPC who may or may not be more powerful than a new enemy. See, I, what I would do with this is I, I love the idea, but instead of just meeting the spirit, I kind of want you to be trans kind of like switched over into this spirit's realm. Ooh. And then you have to face the spirit and either confirm uh, like... <clears throat> either pay it homage or defeat it in battle so that it mm. will let you go. Um, and so then you have like this spirit journey. Uh, I do like that. I yeah. do. I do like that. I'll, also I'll, gives you the opportunity to start playing with your, with your players. Um, well, your character's fears. Mm. Mm. Yes. Because you will definitely see a few of them if there's a guardian of nightmares. Exactly. And also you get to play around with their alignments as well. Mm. Um, because it's, it's a big thing. Like if you're, playing a not good character in a good campaign then this is definitely something that like uh you can show them why that's not going to be beneficial mm. through a game mechanic um and so kind of drive character growth mm. in that character even though it's not specifically about them like they have to have to incorporate it i like it yeah mm. yeah i really love that and because i like the element of for from the people of gemini's perspective because a lot of them are just given believers so they haven't gone yeah. through this ritual. But they have seen people kind of just like die on the stage and yeah. they're the yeah, unbelievers. Yeah. So I like the idea that they have no idea what's going on in their head as they're transported to the spirit realm and they go through this journey. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Okay. So that was Fear No Evil, Dino Chiz and Featherfall Glide. Yes. Uh, so if you want to use any of those in your games, please feel free to. Um, if you want to use them in anything else, just let us know first because we are released under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial notary of his 4.0 international license. So you can share and redistribute the material in any medium or format if you give the appropriate credit and don't use the material for commercial purposes. And that's it. Yeah. Wonderful. Um, we would love to hear from you if you do use the ideas in any of your games or a variation. I know that I have started throwing them into my games and my players have been liking it mostly. That One of the ones like a targeted <laughs> dick there. Uh, well, no, look, I've, I do tend to pick the more evil mm. of the uh, of the of the hooks to go with. That's because fair. I'm an evil person, Ooh. and and you know, 
That's that's just that's just my cross to bear. You know what I imagine? I imagine you have like a little board and you have a tally of this the plot people's plots you use and like if they're like they get a point. <laughs> so you're keeping score of which are the more popular like hooks. It doesn't everyone do that? Doesn't everyone grade their friends on continually how, how I mean, much they've benefited them personally? Yeah. As as somebody training to be a teacher, I absolutely grade my friends. <laughs> I have a rubric and everything. Gold stars. <laughs> All right, well, thank you very much, Matthew. Thank you very much. So uh, our audience can find you elsewhere on Delicious Word Sandwich. Delicious Word Sandwich. I, uh, at the moment, my releases aren't optimal. They're about <laughs> every two months, <laughs> but it's an hour long adventure. Like I'm talking like- It's usually li- more than an hour. It's, yeah. yeah. That's it's unselling. Like, it's like an hour and a half of like soundscape radio adventure with your old pal, old Maddie, who for some reason in D&D context travels alone. What? He is not high level. And yeah, and I eventually turn books into, turn literature into sandwiches. Yum, yum, mm. yum, yum, yum. What are some of the ones you've done so far? I have done uh, Journey to the Center of the Earth. I think my favorite sandwich so far was the Robinson Crusoe sandwich. Uh, the Bell Jar was a surprisingly kind of good one out of left field that I just, because I just really love that book. And the latest was Catch 22 or perhaps a new one that I will not reveal here, but hopefully it is out by the time this comes out. <laughs> All right, Intriguing. and thank you very much, Darcy. Do What's you have he doing? Plug? He's believing in himself. That's me. I learned to believe in myself in this podcast. Aww. Thanks, guys. And I'm Tully Grimley. You can yep. find me at Dungeon Deep Dive, <laughs> <laughs> where we... Uh, Research all sorts of elements of fantasy worlds and uh, how you can bring them to your tables. Awesome. Okay, so you can check them out on That's Not Canon at that'snotcanon.com and we'll be back next week with more plot hooks just for you. So until then, keep playing games. Goodbye. Good morrow, mine Kyotis. Tis I, your once and future pal, Old Matty. Through fortuitous wheeling and ordealing, Old Matty bamboozled, hoodwinked, and duped himself in official That's Not Canon Productions podcast. Delicious Word Sandwich. The only podcast that transforms literary readables into scrumptious edibles. And the only literature podcast ever made, probably. Get a questionable recipe and an impeccable book breakdown all in one by the month as Old Matty reviews a New Yorker short story, shares some advice from the almighty titan and Old Matty's idol, Ernest Hemingway, then finally transforms every element of classic novels into ingredients. Example? Marvel as I turn the Maltese Falcon's cynical characters into smoky bitter cheese, and its hard-boiled plot into an egg. Shell included! All the while, Delicious Word Sandwich chronicles old Maddie's madcap misadventures, in which he conquers death. So be sure to catch Delicious Word Sandwich on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, and in your demonically possessed spaghetti. Until then, farewell, my kyotis. That's not kind of productions podcast.
They say you only get out what you put in, and with recipe ingredients, there's no exception. You can always rely on the great taste and quality of Kerrygold Irish Butter. Kerrygold has teamed up with some well-known food experts to feed your imagination. Whether you are baking, brunching, or barbecuing, check out Kerrygold.com for ideas, or follow the how-to videos and recipes at Kerrygold on Instagram. new self-titled album including the tracks Bittersweet Paper Thin and Can't Fight Leanne La Havas the self-titled album available now on vinyl CD and all digital platforms <laughs> 